1: My name is Chief Master Sergeant Kevin Osby, and I'm your senior enlisted advisor for the Army and Air Force Exchange Service. Before we get started with our guest today, I would like to introduce my lovely co-hosts, Leah Matthews and Julie Mitchell. How y'all doing, ladies?
2: Hey, good to see you.
1: Are y'all I'm ready excited. for today's chat? Like this? Yeah.
2: Yes. Excited. Yeah. Excited.
1: I'm, I'm super excited about this next guest because um, it brings up a whole bunch of nostalgia in my life. I feel like I grew up with her, and and, and but she has no idea who I was, but we, we like grew up and all that great stuff. It's, but it's really exciting to chat with her today. Uh, so Julie, please introduce today's guest.
0: So in my- the video is hilarious. I thought I looked great. Like I felt like I'm doing it, I'm looking good. And when I saw the video, I was like, that looks terrible.
1: Well, well, well I'm going to have to go back and look at some some intros to Blossom and then look at you now and see the transition.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: can you let our viewers know where you're calling in today?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm at home in uh, Los Angeles, California. This is actually my, where I do my podcasts from right here. Um, so yeah, just home. I've been home pretty much for the entire year of COVID plus.
2: <laughs> so yeah, we're about, a you know, just over a year into the pandemic. How have you been doing during this
0: time? Um, you know, some days have been easier than others. The, the, the first, The first months I think were the hardest and that's actually when um, my partner Jonathan and I decided to start this mental health podcast because I'm a person who's always lived with mental health challenges and let me tell you, even though I'm an introvert, isolation and all of the fear and also a very you know tumultuous election no matter which side of politics you're on it was a very tumultuous election um the black lives matter movement you know brought this country rightfully to its knees and so that was a tremendous amount of of also anxiety and tumult and chaos and counter protests and so it was a heck of a time we also had some natural disasters here um we had fires in in the west coast where i am and so it's just been a heck of a time so you know, I've had nightmares, I've had trouble eating, I'm eating too much, I'm not wanting to exercise, I feel depressed, like name it, and it's just all happening, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm a mom, I'm trying to like keep them not scared, but the news is really scary and like, who do you trust? Do you trust the CDC, do you not? I think you do, but then some days they say things and I'm like, what, you just said the opposite. So that's kind of what (laughs) life's been like. Yeah, Well,
1: well, you've been experiencing exactly what all of us have been experiencing as well. Like you're not, you're definitely not alone when we're all over the place emotionally and and uh, just you know dealing with life, it, it's in general of what we have, and and then seeing all this external stuff is just it's a whirlwind. So sure. you, you're not alone.
0: Thank you. <laughs>
3: Absolutely, and congratulations on the first season of Call Me Cat on Fox. You star alongside Susie Kurtz and Leslie Jordan. It's a terrific show. So we've enjoyed seeing you back on the air. How did COVID-19 affect the production of the show or did it affect it?
0: Yeah, I mean, making a TV show during COVID has been very challenging. Um, And, you know, this is with all due respect to, for example, a lot of our listeners right now whose lives are a lot more challenging than ours in making a sitcom during COVID. But in terms of how we make a TV show... Yeah, it's it is not um optimal to not have a live studio audience. That's something that our show is designed to have. Uh, Jim Parsons, who played Sheldon on The Big Bang Theory, he and I produced together and we haven't even be able, been able to physically be together. You know, I, I really I took this job because I figured I could go out with Jim for drinks every day, you know? Um, <laughs> so, you know, that's been some of the challenges. We can't have a writing staff on stage, which is really hard because that's kind of how the best revisions are happening, and so it's a lot of back and forth. Um, and we can't have any executives or producers on stage, so it's really strange. And We're also, you know, we were tested for COVID um, usually twice a day. And uh, we're also in shields and masks. And we have an entire crew that, while we get to take our masks off for actual filming, we have a crew that's working 14 hour days in masks and shields without many breaks. And, you know, it's just like, it's learning a new rhythm. It's really learning a new rhythm. Mm
1: -hmm. So um, we we know you got a big heart for uh, the men and women in, in uniform in the military. And so a few years ago, you did a USO tour. Yes, I did. Yeah. So can you tell us about that experience and what it meant to you?
0: It was unbelievable. I mean, I I went, uh, a friend of mine is Eliza Schlesinger, the comedian, and she had done a couple USO tours. And she said to me, you have to do this. You will never forget this experience. It's so incredible. And I was very nervous (laughs) just because... Um, I'm a nice person, but sometimes I don't play well with others. Meaning like if you put me in an enclosed space with people that I don't know, I get anxious and I'm nervous and what if they don't like me? And like all those things. Um, But I went on this tour and it was, I mean, I think we traveled like 60 hours total on like the, the schedule was insane, but I really, honestly, I thrive in that kind of military structured kind of rhythm and environment. Um, uh, so that I actually love that. It was like, be here at this time, oh, eat yeah. your breakfast, sleep now. If you don't sleep now, you're not going to sleep for two days. Um, mm-hmm. and it,
1: getting PTSD, why are you just talking about that? It was, <laughs> I'm <just> like,
0: <laughs> it was so phenomenal to get to meet our men. I mean, I'm emotional just thinking about it, you know, Ooh. to see these men and women who have left their families, their homes, their home cities to be placed all over this world. And it was just, it was absolutely incredible. I mean, we went places that I've never been. We saw things I've never seen. I mean, I was July 4th, like a million degree heat, like in (laughs) Serbia, like it was amazing. And one of my favorite experiences, I'm pretty sure we were in Iraq and, you know, as a, as a Jewish person who's like families from New York, like I didn't meet a lot of Jewish people. Like, and I live in Los Angeles where like a lot of people are Jewish. And I met a lot of different kinds of people, but we went into the, we call it the mess hall. I hope it's okay to call it that. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I, I heard, like, I heard the way I speak and it was a group of black kids from Brooklyn who were talking like I talked. (laughs) And I was like, I finally found people who like get me. And I just had like this really fun lunch. And like, of course they asked me stuff about Blossom, but it was just like this group of guys who had been you know, taken out of Brooklyn and like brought to the middle of the world. And it was just such an amazing connection to think that all of these people are placed together. And they're this like incredible melting pot, and everybody's got a different story, and everyone comes for different reasons. But it was just, it was unbelievable. I loved it.
1: Yeah, now we, we're, we're, def- I'm definitely blessed to be able to, to kind of live that lifestyle and meet so many great people from all around the world. And it's just, it's just interesting. I'm a people, I like to try to understand people, uh, where they're at and where they come from and why they do the things they do. And, and the military just gave me the opportunity to really sit down and talk with people from many walks of life. And I think that's just that's just grown me and blessed me all, all 10 times over. So uh, also I met
0: I met liberals. I met conservatives. I met religious people. I met atheists. Like there's so many different kinds of people. And so we just had such a great time, obviously, trying to make people laugh, make them you know, forget their troubles or forget the struggles that they're going through, you know, just for a couple minutes. And I mean, I got to meet Miss America. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, well, thank you so much for, for coming out and, and and being a part of the experience that we uh, we, we deal with in the military. I think, uh, I, I know that they appreciated you so much for that. So thank you
0: for that. Oh, and I'm a second generation American. So my grandparents came to this country for the freedom that our our military protects, so for me also to spend July Fourth, you know, a holiday that my grandparents barely understood, like to spend it with people who are dedicating their lives. Also, I met troops from all over. Like I met people from different countries, people I've never met before. It was really, it was so so lovely, and also to to get to work with the other performers and just put together a really fun show. Um, we just we had a great time.
2: Maya, okay, we have soldiers, airmen, guardians, sailors, marines, military families. They're watching live right now. Um, what words of hope and encouragement do you have for our nation's heroes?
0: Oh gosh, um, I mean, I think that you know, it's been it's been a heck of a, a period in in American history, and um, I think that we've seen how much. How deeply politics can divide us, but I think there's also been some really beautiful moments, and and I, I really I feel that the people who give their lives and make the sacrifices to protect our freedom and to protect this country, and the families who support them, um, I think those are some of the brightest moments, you know, that that I've seen and experienced, and you know, I'm literally, yes, I'm an actor. I'm a, a person who has a platform, but I'm also like, I'm a mom, you know, I'm a mom of kids. I'm trying to figure things out just like we all are. So, um, you know, tremendous respect and gratitude for the, the communities out there who are listening. And, um, you know, so nice also to be a person who identifies as a liberal, who can show that we also appreciate respect and honor our armed forces, and all of the families behind what's making this happen.
3: Thank you for sharing that. So switching directions just a little bit, you've been in the spotlight for many years, um, starting as a child actress to your present day work. So can you share with our audience, what's your favorite role or memory throughout your career?
0: Oh gosh. Um, that tough. <laughs> that tough because, you know, every every, I mean, it's true. Like every role is special and and everyone has different um fine points. Obviously, you know, the big bang theory was a huge life changer for me. I had been out of the industry, I got my PhD, I had two kids. Um, I was not expecting to be on a television show again. I had never seen the big bang theory. So that role really changed my life and got me back in the industry. Um I will say that I really love Call Me Cat because she's so close to me. She's just like goofy and kind of normal. I don't have to wear a lot of hair and makeup and I don't have to wear spanks and I don't need to like be someone I'm not. So that's fun. And I get to wear like sneakers with every outfit. So I'm always comfortable.
1: Awesome. So you, you mentioned that you have a PhD in neuroscience and I feel like I just, I just got like two or three like more wrinkles on my brain just by even asking you this question. So, so, how did you balance the 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 process of getting a PhD and your acting career? Because I can barely go home and and, and want to just you know I want to sit on the couch and have my mouth open. I want to be a mouth breather for the rest of the night. So I couldn't imagine doing some molecular bi- biometric class that you have to take.
0: Um. Well, I I mean, I guess I formally left the industry for a, a certain number of years. You know. I like to point out, um, you know, that, yes, we can have it all, we can do it all, but we can't all do it at the same time. Like, you can't do all things at the same time. And I think, like, especially as women, we're taught, like, go women, girl power, like, you can do it. And it's like, yeah, but I literally couldn't be in two places. At once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, so, yeah, I mean, I effectively left the industry, um, you know, I did a couple things here and there but um, really made a whole pivot, you know, in life and like grew my hair long and straggly and, you know, was just like wore pajamas to school because that's what we did in the sciences at UCLA. Um, And yeah, I mean, I became a mom. Like I had all these other things in my life and uh, returning to acting was, um, you know, it was a really welcome and and shocking thing that happened to be, you know, placed into the Big Bang Theory. Um, But it really wasn't something I could do. You know, you can't do two things full time. And
2: recently, you've been hosting your own podcast, which I love, my Bialik's Breakdown. Um, number one, I love the theme song. I don't know. Is that their naked ladies? Is that, that is. your theme? That is. Oh, my gosh. So wonderful. Love it, love it. Um, so can you tell us about the podcast, why you started it, who's some of your guests have been, and how are you?
0: Yeah. Um, so my podcast, which is available everywhere podcasts are available, but you can also watch it on YouTube on my YouTube channel if you want to watch me and my my partner Jonathan. We wear matching outfits every episode. So that's <laughs> so adorable.
1: Like um, Sadie Sadie Hopkins right there.
0: That's right. It, every day is Sadie Hopkins Day <laughs> on our podcast. Um yeah, I mean, we, we talk about mental health. We talk about every aspect of mental health that you can imagine. And this isn't a celebrity podcast where it's like, here's what works. Do like you do this meditation. Like, I'm not that kind of person. I'm the kind of person that's like, here's what it's like to have panic disorder. Cause I had it like, <laughs> here's what <laughs> worked. Here's what didn't. And we talk to experts in the field. We talk to people who are experts in themselves. Um, We've spoken to some of our very famous friends that I have. Uh, I've spoken to Leslie Jordan and Cheyenne Jackson from Call Me Cat. We just had Jaleel White, another blast from from the past. Mm -hmm. That was a
2: great episode. I loved
0: that episode. (laughs) A really good episode. Um, And and we've also had some really interesting experts. We have doctors who talk about um, depression and anxiety, and um, also PTSD. we've spoken about that a lot. Um, it has actually, we've, we've mentioned our, our military, they've gotten a shout out and hoping that we can um, also maybe have someone on from, uh, from your community to, to help us talk about some of the impacts of mental health um, in that community in particular. So um, that's the podcast, you know, I started it during the COVID year, because I was having so many new symptoms of anxiety and So many people I knew who had never had those struggles were saying like, why am I having trouble sleeping? Why am I waking up feeling like there's a gun to my head? it's like, oh, you've never experienced anxiety. This is what it feels like. So the idea is also to normalize mental health and the discussion about it. Um, Underserved populations are underserved in this realm as well and um, people of color, women and, and uh, populations at risk tend to have the least access to resources and information. So that's also, we wanted, this is a human right to have information about healthcare. Medication works for some people, it doesn't work for others. As a neuroscientist, I break down what that means. You know, I talk about what addiction is, what is alcoholism, how does it work in the brain and how does it manifest? So we're also, you know, we have a website and we wanna provide people resources to be able to get help, because a lot of us have put it off and many of us, I think in this last year have realized like, oh, something really needs to shift.
1: Absolutely, and in the military, you know, it's it's, it's the stigma, it's society stigma for one thing, yes. but it, it carries over into the military where where people don't want to get uh, get help because they think it's going to hurt their career or people in and all this other stuff. But uh, I really appreciate you you tapping into that those those issues, right? Because you, you you look at at yourself and people look at you as a, a as a well off actress and all this sure. good stuff, but you really show your vulnerability and you really show your human side and you humanize Mm -hmm. uh, everything that you're going through. Even your intro into this podcast was like, yeah, I'm I'm dealing with X, Y, and Z. And so I I think when you can show people as human, uh, like you're doing on your show, I think that helps. Uh, everybody else that feels like, man, I don't know where to turn or nobody gets me or nobody understands me. There's plenty of people that that get you and understand you because they're That's
0: literally, I mean, that's literally the, that's the perfect description of what we hope to do. So I'm really, really glad to hear you describe Mm -hmm. it that way. Absolutely.
3: Excellent. Great conversation. So Mayam, we just want to pause for a second, and turn to the live feed and share some of the feedback uh, from our Facebook page. So you're getting an incredible reception, lots of love for you and also for Call Me Cat. Uh, we do have a question from Dale. He's uh, watching from Fort Bragg. He says, question, my wife and I love your new show. We were very excited to see that it's a take on our favorite British comedy, Miranda. Any plans on maybe having Miranda make a guest appearance.
0: Um, it is, it's the American version of the BBC show Miranda. Very good. Um, also, thank you for your service. I'm assuming you're in Fort Bragg for that reason. Um, we, um, we would love to have Miranda on. She tends to be a pretty shy person, so I don't know if it'll happen. Usually I'm asked if Jim Parsons is gonna be on and I like to say that he's technically my boss, so I can't really tell him what to do. <laughs> I would. I would love nothing more. <laughs>
3: um just a shout out from jessica um she says just a shout out for being an amazing example for making smart girls cool your role is so important to those of us who are co- girl moms in a social media centric world
0: oh that's nice thank you and then from cheap from your page we
2: have um Senior Master Sergeant Sonia Berry said, my favorite thing about the military is meeting so many people from all over. It's so awesome. So I think she's talking about your USO tour experience. And then um, Melissa Sullivan says, hi from Ramstein. Wow, I love this lady. And She also says that she appreciates you keeping it real and addressing mental health issues. Robin says, she's so happy to see you on Chief
0: Chat and she loves watching you. Oh, thank you.
1: Yeah, you got you got a lot of love and support out there uh, in the military community.
0: That's lovely. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. So can you tell us what's ahead for you? You got, you got any new projects you can tell us about?
0: Um I'm actually I wrote a screenplay and I'm directing it um this summer and it stars Dustin Hoffman and Candace Bergen and oh. Simon Helberg from Big Bang Theory and Diana Agron from Glee. So I wrote wow. a screenplay, and it's mostly about a family impacted by mental illness. I'm sure you're not surprised, but it's also it's it's <laughs> funny, but it's intense. So I'll be directing that um, back east. It'll be my first time on an aeroplane in a very very long time, and I'm uh, <laughs> guest hosting Jeopardy. Starting May 31st, I did ten, 10 episodes of Jeopardy as a guest host, and it was an unbelievable experience. I wore a blazer every episode. Real <laughs> proud of that. Um, and it was it was really terrific. And honestly you know this podcast takes up a lot of my mental energy you know you don't start a podcast to um you know to get rich that's not what the commitment is the commitment is to keep putting in the hours, sitting at this desk, talking to people and hopefully reaching more people. Um, so yeah, that's sort of life. And you know, I have kids. My son's gonna be bar mitzvah end of the summer, my younger son and my, my older son is um, he's 15. And I guess he's gonna want a driver's permit, which is strange because we barely leave the house anyway. Um, so yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a mom, like this is summer for us. And I already went to the beach uh, once with my younger son. Um, but, you know, we haven't really been going out a lot. I'm getting my second shot in a couple weeks, and I'm hoping I don't have too bad of uh, side effects. but, um preparing for that and yeah we're sore just-
1: arm you gotta definitely have a sore arm i'll tell oh you oh my
0: gosh it's like considering i had two kids no drugs and like i'm a pretty tough cookie like this arm i was like i think i should amputate it that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the solution that i came up with i so. had
1: a very sore arm after my second second oh
0: shot. my gosh crazy and i told everyone about it like my arm hurts <laughs>
2: Well, we are so excited to hear about your screenplay and then to um, see you on Jeopardy later this year. Yes. That's, that is huge. You'll be hey, Julie. To see those. Hey,
3: Leah. I want to share a comment. So Chief Reyes, the original Chief Chat host, oh, yes. is watching right <laughs> now. Does that make you nervous, Chief?
2: It does. Make, it makes me <laughs> nervous.
1: He's like like the original Aunt Viv, and I'm like the second Aunt Viv.
3: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: He says,
3: so Chief Reyes says, yo, word up, tell her to come to Tyndall. (laughs) Was that a good Chief Reyes impression? (laughs) Chief
1: Chief Reyes, that was a horrible Chief Reyes impression, but he is from the East Coast. And so he's like the ones at the table at the mess hall. Yeah, Chief Reyes is is your your kind of people. So uh, people? yeah, yeah, absolutely, he's awesome. Yeah,
2: sorry, you this he was the first host of the show before
0: Chief became. How could there the be anyone for you? I can't even I imagine. <laughs> Not- and now he's at
2: Tinder in Florida. So next time you're in Florida, look up Chief Reyes. I totally thought you were saying Tinder. I was like. <laughs> 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 Listen no, no, that's, for, for, that's right for a different Twitter. show.
1: Yeah, we're not we're not swiping in <laughs> yeah, any direction chart. on there's, there's no it's swiping so funny. on cheap chat. <laughs> oh <laughs> Good so times bye. on cheap chat. It's too funny. Uh, before we say
3: goodbye, mayam can you remind us where can we go to
2: find out more about you and follow you on social media and
0: then find your podcast? Um let's see. I'm Miss Mayam. Um, like, do you miss Mayim? I kind of miss Mayim. Miss Mayim on Instagram. Um, I have a YouTube channel that where you can see my podcast. Also go to Spotify or anywhere you get podcasts for Mayim Alex Breakdown. And I mean, I have a Facebook page, like all the things. Just, you know, find me, but make sure it's verified because there's a lot of people who steal my name. That's not <laughs> <laughs> Look awesome. for the blue checks. <laughs> That's right.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And don't swipe right on Mayim, you guys. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying she's I'm not. Sure. She's not accepted. Yes,
3: let me clarify. Chief Reyes is married. He's happily married. So he's at Tyndall. He, d- he would Tindall like to Air visit Force you Base. at Tyndall yes. Air Force Base, in Florida. Air Force Base.
1: <laughs> but, ma'am, it was such a joy to have a conversation. You are such a, a good spirit, and just the direction that your 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 life is headed in right now, where you are giving back because that's that your podcast is to give back to, to people. Thank uh, you. We, I definitely appreciate that. Uh, mental health is definitely something we need to start discussing a lot more. And like you said, normalize it because we all struggle in something. And so, uh, thank you for, for doing what you do. We thank you for uh, for you know spending the, you know the last 30 minutes with us. You know, having a, a great old conversation. So, uh, it's, it's been a pleasure. All the viewers out there, we we support you. We love you. We appreciate everything you're doing.
0: Thank you. Well, God bless all of our troops. And, and thank you, especially to the families and friends who support the men and women who put their lives at risk um, for all of us. So thank you for letting me have this. I, my grandfather served in World War II, and my in-laws are both veterans of the U.S. Army. And my ex-husband was born on a military base in Fayetteville, North Carolina. So uh, we've got a lot of military love and, and appreciation. So thank you so much.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, we, we are gonna do, we're going to end the chat, and uh, we appreciate you uh, if you could stay on after the, we could go off live. We'd appreciate yes, it. Yes, sir. Chief Chat awesome. out.
2: Keep Chat out. Thanks, Brian.
0: For more information about your exchange benefit and to shop tax free for life, visit shopmyexchange.com. To view this episode of Chief Chat or to watch live, visit facebook.com/slash/shopmyexchange.